So we're here with Stu McAllister from Hotheads. Um, Hotheads, in my eyes, was possibly the first UK online hot yeah. shop, I think. So, but Stu can confirm this. So Stu, give us a plot of history, mate. Uh, yeah, definitely the first online in the UK, possibly even Europe, but I'm not entirely sure about that. But uh, we used to have, a, um, you know, back in the old days when we were still using faxes and everything and the uh, uh, wow. internet <laughs> happened before you two were born, probably. But in black and white, as I say. Um, yeah, we used to have like a, a static web page, which was just a couple of links where you'd have to fill in a form and then as the highest of tech at the times, faxed the order through from the <laughs> wow, website. Wow. So yeah, that was that was that. And then um obviously that it just exploded. So the technology moved on quite quickly. So before long it was possible to actually order online mm. as we know it now, which yeah. everybody just takes for granted. Yeah. But that was quite a big thing back then. And but what seems to, to, to us, what seems to be quite a big thing back there is the fact you, you were brave enough to go into hot sauce. Because wh- when was it? This is what, maybe 25, 30 years ago now? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, uh, I remember I got married in 93 and pretty much started the, the company in 94. Yeah. Having dabbled with, you know, the introduction of all the hot sauces from my dad, who was a, <coughs> a traveler as a businessman and, and particularly to America and had spotted all these yeah. products and brought them back for me. And, um, yeah, having started it as a kind of uh, mail order type thing where we went to a local show in Stroud and literally 20 quid for a trestle table, Yeah, yeah. set the stuff up and we're just astounded at how many people knew of these products. We thought we had something so new, nobody would know what they were yeah. even. But people obviously back then were just starting to go on package holidays to Florida and places. So they were seeing these hop shops and they were saying, have you got Mad Dog Inferno? Have you got Blair's yeah. After Death, which are the hottest things yeah. at the time? And, of course, we'd say, well, how do you know about them? And that's yeah. How. So, yeah, I used to produce this little price list, but the, the, the prices as such had descriptions, half of which I'd take from the back of the bottles and half of which I'd take from tasting the product. And we try and make them a little bit humorous because that was really the start of the, um, the whole chilly scene was based on humour back then. And a yeah. lot of it was quite sort of, you know, ass jokes, <laughs> you know, fire, you know, yeah, flatulence, obviously, and, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, but, the, you know, there's millions of those. And then, uh, so it had that kind of almost shock factor. Yeah. And the kind of packaging which later became quite widely used with sort of microbreweries. In the first wave of microbreweries, where it was all sort of American, everybody's importing the stuff. So it's very similar kind of appeal, I thought, which was very niche, very sort of, uh, you know, far from the mainstream. Mm. Um, and then we got to a stage where we were, we, people were phoning us and saying, uh, when's your new catalogue out? Like it was, <laughs> like it was a like, biz, the latest like biz or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, God, we better, we better make this, uh, you know, more regular. So, um, yeah, we used to do almost like a monthly uh, with a, an image of a, a guy who then morphed into Dr. Hotz, which my brother Rob drew, guy with fiery hair on the front. Uh, cover which stayed the same and then the back was always photocopied which was back then incredibly expensive but, and yeah. uh, and and quite time consuming but um it worked so well as direct mail so i went on a direct mail course as well and learned all about that and that was quite interesting but we did at one point nearly nearly close it down because really? um it was just sort of breaking even all the time and because it was my baby and i loved it and i had personal sort of uh, overused words but passion for it i mean I, I i i was so into it um i said well let's let's give it another year and see mm. what happens and that that year it just 
took off noticeably. So. What year was that? Um, that was, I think, that was probably about 98, 99. Okay. Um, and can you attribute anything to that tipping point? I think that's when the supermarkets started to take a little bit interest in, in Chile more seriously. And obviously that's over the next couple of decades, that's that's increased massively. Yeah. But I think um, some of the celebrity chefs, there were people like, do you remember Sophie Grigson? Yeah. I remember her saying, you know, you can cook pretty much any dish with a chili and change the chili and, and it will change the recipe. Yeah. And yeah, she was definitely. really talking about chilies quite Super. a lot, getting people interested in it. About the same time, um, some of the supermarket magazines got interested in the old West Dean Chili Fiesta, yes. which was really the first yeah. ever Chili Fiesta in the UK. Yeah. And um, when you have people like Dodie Miller of Cool Chili Company, mm-hmm. who was the pioneer of all the dried chilies and, and you know authentic Mexican cooking, then um, you know th- she was making inroads into the supermarkets then. So those magazines were getting interested in the whole sort of cult of chili. Yeah. So that's when you know. Cool Chili Company and Hotheads. We we get in a fixture in a barbecue section in Sainsbury's, for example. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So their um their magazine would would phone up and say, yeah. you know, can we have some press kits and stuff? Which we didn't have <laughs> back then, you know. Um, still don't. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just became very newsworthy very quickly. Yeah. And then I think that the sort of second real wave of chili mania is is when you sort of saw lots of. Um, UK manufacturers, you know, people like Jed at Chili Pepper Company, um, yeah. um, Chili Pepper P, people like that, you know, that, that sort of really came through um, and sort of boosted the scene a bit. Yeah. Because up until then, it was, it, there wasn't many people doing it. And, you know, okay, it was great for us because we were sort of the only, the only show in town kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. But the one great way of, of expanding your market, obviously or your market share even, is to expand the whole market. And mm-hmm. that's what having lots of competition and lots of people out of Chili Fiesta did. Yeah. And then obviously people like yourselves, Chili Alchemist, Brim Reaper, yeah. you know, yeah. it's nice little waves of, of input into into the chili business, which has been just great for everyone. Yeah, it is, so, it is. Uh, it's good, isn't it? I mean, it's certainly changed over the years. The, yeah, because it's, it's, it's interesting because, like I say, if I go back to when you started, you know, I remember the, what you might call the hot sauce scene then because I was limited personally to things like Tabasco or Encona. Yeah. That was pretty yeah. much it. That's all you could really oh, get, yeah. wasn't it? Um both both have got their place, but both are not my first choice yeah. sources. But yeah, to, to then be where you are now is is incredible because that is a hell of a gamble in my eyes, just mm. going back to that point in time. So it's great it's paid off. Um Obviously, we like to know a little bit about products more, more like, you know, Nick and I are massive hot sauce fans anyway. So um, th- there's a few questions I think we like, th- we want to ask around hot sauce. Yeah. I think, I think there's a couple of obvious ones, which is like, have you got an all-time fave? Have you got an all-time favourite? I, I, I still have to say it's Brother Brew Brew's African hot sauce. It's a great product, yeah. yeah it's the one definitely. that really got me hooked on hot sauce. Um, as I say, my, my dad was bringing these products back and I kept asking him for more. But it's the one that not only had the heat, which was, it's not like extract heat or anything like that. Back then, it was, they were using red Savina habaneros mm-hmm. specifically, not, not regular habs. They wouldn't. Yeah. But it was a world um, profit at that point as well, I think, when that first came it, out, wasn't exactly, it? Exactly, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, 577,000 or whatever it was. Yeah. With haponis, chilies, lots of garlic, and there was a, um, a very secret African herb, which I, I did get my hands on, because <laughs> uh, Bruce, who sadly passed away a few years ago, he. Um, 
he, he gave me the recipe and we did actually run some in the UK. Yeah. Um, it was great tasting, but the consistency, we couldn't, couldn't quite get pat down pat. We could probably do it now, the way machinery's changed. But um, yeah, I'd say that one, still now, if I could get my hands on some, I would. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then you've got the ones that you, you don't necessarily love because of the taste, you love because of what they are in the, in the, in the history of yeah. there. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's things like the obvious, like Sriracha and Tapatio. I mean, I, it, mm-hmm. it winds me up when people call it Crapatio. You know, these are the guys that have been making a sauce in a family for over 50 years. Yeah. They make the same product. They mm-hmm. make it well. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. That's um, the thing. Is, as Jay said, like these sort of, those sort of sauces have their, their place within the, the sauce, a sauce family, don't they? They yeah. have their uses. So it might not be everyone's favorite sauces, but they all have that. Even if you're using it as a, uh, introductory sauce to get get into the world of hot sauce. It's still mm. there for that uh, yeah. that purpose. Yeah. We um the other thing we think we often talk about is trends. Do you see trends when it comes to sauces, either in in um, style or country of origin or heat or peppers um, used or anything like that? It, it, it's quite it's quite easy to look back, isn't it, and see see the trends. But um, I mean, like you said, when you first started out. Um, all you could get was in Kona and Tabasco. We had a trend at the time of really nice, fresh uh, habanero sauces being available. But the problem was, coming from the States, which was where we predominantly bought everything, you'd you'd end up buying the same product with a different label on (laughs) because people were private labeling so much. Yeah. But in terms of moving forward, you know, obviously, you know, the Naga came along and blew everything out of Mm -hmm. the water, really. I mean, people couldn't believe how hot that was. That's kind of how it was sampling sauces originally when you get something like Dave's Insanity Sauce, yeah. Mad Dog Inferno, Blair's After Death. You know, all those extract sauces. People were thinking, oh, don't worry, I'll be fine with this. I'll just take a scoop. And you say, don't take a scoop. No, I eat Tabasco all day long. And then, and then he murdered himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I put my hands up on it. And Chase probably the same. It's like when you, we got into it, more seriously, it was about trying to find the most stupidest hot yeah. sauce that you could yeah. find because oh, yeah. because you wanted to almost uh, mm. hurt yourself. That wasn't the end. And then all of a sudden, you get to say, you just think to yourself, actually, I want something with loads li- of flavor in it. Yeah. So. I think good. people go as high as they can, don't they? Yeah. And then they drop down to their yeah. comfortable heat level. Yours might be Naga, yours might be, you know, Reaper, even, and mine might be Habanero, you know. Yeah. But, you do all that crazy stuff and then you come back down. You've got but, to find yourself, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I did digress a little bit because I'm still really? looking back. But going forward with trends, um, I, I think trends for me, as I've seen them, they tend to stall first time round and then pick up second yeah. time round. And it's, it's, it might sound a bit obvious, but it's, it's a bit like going in the 80s, 90s, asking for, you know, Cajun chicken in a pub or, or the Mexican chicken and... Um, I, I bet you can tell the difference between either of them. They just had some Break Brothers packaging or yeah. package well, of spice that they check on whatever. Well, that's the thing. I think with people now being more broadly travelled, people's like, flavours are more yes. accepting. And if you were saying mm. with that ch- ch- chicken, most people yeah. back then wouldn't have had a clue what Cajun or Jamaican was different. Where no, now exactly. people know those those flavours. So, yeah. mm. and I think the the, the way the food market's been categorized is much clearer and cleaner now yeah, yeah. so if you get a nice thai ready meal or a, or a thai sauce or whatever it tends to be reasonably authentic mm-hmm. because they can't get away with it anymore because the no. consumer's more educated yeah um i think obviously stuff like um 
you know, Caribbean foods stalled and then picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, Thai's done the same in the supermarkets because they always bodge it up the first time. Yeah. And they always try and see what sells and then make their own private labels of it. They mm-hmm. fail, so they go back to the originators, you know. Um, over here, obviously, Tex-Mex kind of pushed Mexicans to the side for a little bit, but Mexicans come through. And I think going forward, I think it's it, certainly what I've noticed, and, and we've got a couple of new products um, that are coming out, we're just signing labels off, is Korean. Mm. So <clears throat> you kind of got your Jang, which people have been familiar with yeah. for a little well, that's while. That's a trend now. we're seeing at the moment. Yeah. <clears throat> it's definitely yeah. coming through. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful pepper as well. So yeah. yeah. And I noticed, I think as in Kona, we're doing a Korean barbecue sauce, and we were going to call it Korean bulgogi barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, would that confuse people? But in Kona, have just brought out a bulgogi, bulgogi hot sauce. Okay. So we thought, well, based on their huge marketing research well, yeah. budget. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Not Thank much. Yeah. Perhaps it would confuse people. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it doesn't always work. But, yeah, I think Korean stuff. And I think just generally the way that um, foods, uh, as um, cuisines, rather, as as the food manufacturing industry and, and the consumer's education has gone on and on. Mm. I think these these cuisines have been represented better. Yeah. You know, so I think the Thai food you can get and the Mexican you can get is no yeah. longer sort of Tex-Mex. The Thai food's no, no longer a sort of sloppy representation. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, all, yeah. it's all good stuff. Yeah, no, totally, totally um, agree. Well, there are some, is some good stuff, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas before, it's hard to find, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. I think the, one of the other trends we're seeing at the moment is um, fermentation seems to be mm. sort of becoming a bit more popular. Again, it's an easy win. If you know mm. how to do it and do it well, um, you don't need yeah. to cook. So it's, it's low energy. Um, yeah. And in today's climate, that's not a bad thing. But So it wouldn't surprise me if we see more of that, what you might call cold cook mm. style sauce coming around. But... It's again, there are people doing it well. And I mean, I got to try some horrendous stuff the other week, which was mm. just jalapeno and apple. And honestly, it, it turned my mouth inside out. It was just awful. Mm. Um, but, you know, people need to understand what the, the brining and the salt process and, 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 and the minerality that kind of comes out when you're, you're fermenting. But mm. that's certainly changing, isn't it? I think yeah, we're, definitely. We're finding that. I think for us as well, one of the, the things that we've noticed, and I think the biggest shift for us, and I mean, feel free to argue differently, is if you go back as little as maybe 15 years ago, people were... Um, you know, and this is from an observing perspective when we're at a festival or, or um, speaking with people, they're looking for the hottest. They want to challenge mm. themselves, as you sort of uh, alluded to earlier. Um, whereas now, what we tend to find again when we're sort of observing is people are asking whether people have got a sort of particular pepper in. People have started to understand the the, the, the characteristics of each yeah. pepper. I mean, yeah. are you finding that with <clears throat> as well, or is, is that is that our yeah. misconception? Or <laughs> no, I, th- I, I think you're right. And um, it's quite a while ago I noticed that I'd spend less time at chili fiestas talking about chilies and educating people about chilies. Bearing in mind. I've always said I'm a hot sauce guy. I'm not a chili guy. So mm. any any yeah. questions of any depth at all, <laughs> I would send over to if you guys are there yeah. to you. But people like Matt Simpson or yeah, Michael Michaud, yeah. you know, Michael and Joy, and say, look, they can talk to you for hours about mm. this stuff. But you, you used to have to um, explain to people what a chipotle was, for example. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and what's a habanera, you know, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but now people know, and and like you say, that that that, that quest for the the hottest. Yeah, um, it, it kind of became more interesting when the Naga Jalokias, the ghost peppers, and all that came out because you could reach a similar kind of heat mm. naturally that you could with a lot of capsaicin-made products. Yeah, yeah. 
commercially made, you know, but they taste a lot better. Yeah. So that was really interesting. But then, of course, you know, the race does still go on in, with, with a certain sector of the, the chili fans, you know, and they're always wanting hotter. Yeah. And it's interesting, a lot of the manufacturers say, oh, no, we'll never use extract. They're all using extract, but only for one product yes. because they feel like they have to have the, the yeah. hottest to be in that race, or at least to have the hottest in their range that at least competes. Yeah. That's kind of interesting yeah. as well. What we've also found, apart from some, some of them, is that some of the people which are, are using extract in their sauces, they're, they're using them well, and they're actually still, you're still managing to get the other flavours out mm. just using the extract for, for pure heat. So obviously extract has that horrible metallic yeah. flavour, <laughs> which can yeah. override it. Yeah, Marie Sharp's I think of one of those for me, where because the, they've got a couple of sauces, haven't they, with... Belizean Heat's one of your favourites. one of my favourites, yeah. yeah, I love yeah. it. absolutely adore it. And, um, yeah, you're hard-pressed but... to know there's extract in it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, you it's, yeah, yeah. it's well done. Yeah, it is well done, yeah, so because... I mean, extracts are a funny thing, really, aren't they? I mean, I guess, do they, do they sell well for you? <laughs> they, they still do. You've got those iconic kind of brands, you know, like Dave's and Blair's. Yeah, um, of course. Those, those sort of brands that sort of near to people's hearts. And, you know, I think because they haven't evolved probably as well as they could have done, you know, people who are later into the market, like um, like Cajon, John Hard. I mean, he's one of the most interesting guys to talk to. About. Oh, I love the guy. Yeah. Chilies or about anything. He knows, yeah. you know. He's the kind he of guy you want I... to read a bedtime story. Do you, do yeah. you know I mean, he's got that kind of voice and that kind of yeah. character. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean so, to. So no, he, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he'll talk to you in such a way as it's what I would call the no bullshit version. Yes. So, yeah. you know, until something's proven to be something to him, and to most of us, like it doesn't exist. It's just yeah. a marketing thing, yeah. Yeah. and that's that's where you're at with John. So he's great fun to talk to. But um, <clears throat> I lost my thread a little bit there. Um, yeah, those guys with all the, the super hot stuff, mm-hmm. they they still do have a following. But if they don't evolve with new products, if they don't make a Reaper sauce, or you, you know, yeah. and they're just relying on that capsaicin, they, they tend to really just sort of peter out unless they've got very good marketing. Yeah, or they're interested in supporting people in other countries who do import their products and sell them. And I think a lot of those early guys that they, their businesses have grown so much in the states, exports not a huge interest to them. No. Um, I know Dave's sold out now. Somebody else is running his company. Oh, okay. Um, Blair's been a bit absent for a while, off and on. Found it very hard yes. to get hold of their products. Yeah, but, um, I see. Really, st- they're, they're still, you know, sought after. Oh, right, okay. Because they, I don't know whether all of them have changed. I lost a little interest in Blair's <coughs> because, again, one of my favourites used to be the Pure Death mm. when it was four ingredients. Um, it used to be just uh, like naga, habanero, vinegar, and salt, wasn't yeah, it? And that was yeah. it. And um, what the hell it is now is is beyond me, and it's awful. For, oh, in my opinion, I, yeah. don't, I don't like it at all. Um, the original deaths unrecognised. I haven't had pure death for so many years. I couldn't tell you what it's no, like. But it's um, not we can't same. get hold of the product. When we do, we buy what we can. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's but but the original death used to be a fleshy, chunky, mm-hmm. lovely habanero sauce. Yeah. The one we've got now, um, it, it's nice, but it's not. It's not. It's a completely different sauce. I mean, it's no. unrecognisable. Yeah. But you wouldn't spit it out. You wouldn't go, "Oh, that's disgusting." You'd just say, "Do you know what? That's that's not original." <laughs> yeah. Now we understand people have to change manufacturers and yeah, all sorts do. of things happen, but um, it's funny that it's marketed as the same product, original death, but it's so different. Mm. And I'm sure lots of people have this problem. Well, I think what well, colon cleaner is another one. Is it yeah. Professor Fart Pounders colon cleaner? Yeah. Again, one of my favourite mustard sauces. 
but that's mm. gone through about three or four recipe redevelopments yeah. over the years. That was originally but with Scotch bonnets, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. I went I think to Habs quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still a good sauce. It is, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I still buy that regularly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is that there. Have you ever... Um, you, it's up to you whether you want to name names. Um, we're not looking to, 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 to uh, yeah, it's no, no witch hunts here. But have you ever had a sauce where you've just gone never again? Or sauces actually make it to yeah. So one on heat alone and one on just flavour is just absolutely wrong in every way. Flavour wrong, def- definitely. There's a couple <laughs> that stick out like a sore thumb, but it's really not fair to. No, no, that's no. That's, that's why it's, no, no. Can you describe the sauce even? Or... Um, well, I could only say that. Everybody here, I, I asked their opinion without telling them what I thought, and mm. everybody said they tasted like sick. Wow. <laughs> wow. <that's> been... <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the flavour profile they were looking for. No. I think they were trying to ferment stuff. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was really not good. No, but that, and this is what we were saying about fermentation earlier, and that's yeah. I think that's a really yeah. good example of bad <laughs> fermentation because that's yeah. what it tastes like it is. Yeah, it was it's like really you regurgitated something. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And heat? Uh, heat, um, it probably wouldn't be something you'd expect, like, um, you know, the super hot extract sauce that I've regretted. Um, because quite frankly, I've, I've steered away from that for so long because making that sort of thing... I have to try them regularly, and I just got sick of it. It was actually one of Hellfire's oh, yeah. hot sauces in the States. Probably the first time I went to the, the New York Expo that you, you guys oh, were both in several times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was some, probably either the Fiery Fool or the Fear This, but I almost had like a two-prong attack. Uh-huh. I remember Russ from Grim Reaper, he said to me, Bloody hell, it's not often I see you suffering on that. I wouldn't say I've got the, the, the highest tolerance by any stretch, but I do hide it quite well. And I tell you what, I had to go for milk. Um, yeah. And that that's not even an extract sauce, so oh, yeah, really? I'm a bit of a wimp nowadays. But that that because I ate hot sauce all the time, that did really take me by yeah. surprise of how yeah. hot it was. And I think that was a pure, uh, the pure, the sort of high 65 plus chilli content. You know, yeah. the, the Reapers and, you know, they, they use quite a lot of um, uh, Primos and stuff like that, don't they? They're vicious. Products. They love it, yeah. Those seven-pot Primos. I mean, caught yeah. us out in um, Albuquerque, yeah. didn't we? I think it's um, Burns and McCoy. Is it Exoresco? Oh, yeah. They call it. yeah. That, I mean, beautiful sauce. But, man, mm. alive. I, 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 yeah, again, I had to go for the milk on yeah. that. I, I like to think I'm all right, but... Yeah. Man alive, it was so aggressive and mm. but fresh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, great, great sauce. But it's like, yeah, use precaution. So, what's in your fridge mm. at the moment? Then, uh, I've, I've always got, um, uh, and I mean this sincerely, I've, I've always, always got a bottle of the Hermanos, um, you know, the, the garlic. You can't garlic. go wrong yeah. with that stuff, the, the garlic um, chili crunch oil or whatever. It I is, switch yeah. it between the fridge and the side of the cooker because sometimes I like it more liquidy, sometimes yes. I like it like a block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I've pretty much always got a bottle of Calypso, Hotheads Calypso, and yeah, that's yeah. fun, it goes everything. I've recently, I've massively got into it, partly because my youngest daughter Hattie's got into it as well as the yellow bird jalapeno. Yeah, yes. great color. I forgot how good that was. Yeah. It's yeah. like you sriracha, are. it's nice and garlicky. You know, they're, they're actually one of my favourite brands. All mm. their, their sauces are always really, really good. They're consistent. They're yeah. clean, they're consistent. Yeah. I mean, some of their limited editions as well. We had the, um, is it Bliss and Vinegar recently? Yeah. And I mean, it's yeah. a shame that isn't ongoing because I absolutely nailed that bottle. Yeah. Loved it. They they have turned that into a regular product, but they've have made they? it into like a wing sauce. Oh. So I haven't tried 
that version yet. Once I do, I might bring it in next year. And they put it in glass, which is unusual. Oh, have they? Yeah, they're recyclable. They're nice, squeezy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I know we're in a world where plastic is a bad thing and whatnot, but I'm, I really like their little screw-top sort of nozzle yeah. controlled. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Have you got, like, favourite branding? Uh, that's, a, that's a really good one, actually. Um, so one, one thing I ought to mention as well is Dirty Dick's Tropical Hot Sauce. There's always one it's of those. It's a yeah. great, great yeah. product, yeah. 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 Um, that's a good one, because there's so many that you kind of, emotionally buy into don't you mm-hmm. it's hard to choose like choosing your children <laughs> <laughs> we all know said your favourites yeah. <laughs> um, I mean I do think the ones that, that really look striking on the shelf are, are ones like Yellowbird not just because it's in a, a plastic bottle it's a little bit different but it, it's just got that hopefully what will become iconic <laughs> kind of label Yeah, it just works for them um, but I'd still like I mean I know this sounds ridiculous but I was watching a film the other day and I can't remember what it was. And uh, I freeze-framed it. And I said to my wife, Jan, I said, I know you like talking about your hobbies and your obsessive. <laughs> I said, but look at this. I said, you can't see the labels on this shelf. But I can tell you, that's Tapatio. That's Trappies. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bottle of insanity. And I said, well, you can't even see the labels. I said, that's, what, that's a nerd for you, you know. <laughs> but when you can recognise brands like that, just in a still on a, a film, I think they must have done their job. Yeah. But I, I do like that. That Tapatio label, the simple, the Mexican hat, yeah. is kind of iconic. It's not too clever. It's not trying to do anything. I, I, I got a bit like that. I think they were watching, I was watching at the news and they were at the, the farmers of Wards over in Cardiff and they're handing out oysters. And like the minute you see, obviously, the, uh, the Tabasco sauce bottle, you can mm. see it. I'm like, but. I went to the missus. I went, but why haven't they found like a a, a UK producer which produces the same style sauce and mm. use theirs as you're trying to promote local farmers instead of a, a big company? And mm. but it is like the minute you see that uh, that bottle shape, you know exactly what yeah. what brand it is, even, even if the labels uh, labels not on. Yeah, exactly. On show. Yeah, the bottle shape is a big thing as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but there's the the, the classic, you know, the high fong sriracha. I mean, mm-hmm. hugely copied now. Oh, absolutely. But just the, the the fact that the bottle is transparent, but it's this rich red. Yeah. With the white, obviously instantly recognisable, you know, cocker on it and all that. I just think that was mm. that was Did fantastic. You, am I right? I think you've been to the factory. Yes, I have. Yeah, that that was honestly that that was brilliant. I met David Tran. Mm-hmm. Doesn't speak brilliant English, but. <laughs> really welcoming, Not a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, really fascinating story. And you know, again, people like that who have this huge success, they always have their knockers and their detractors. And I think, you know, if those guys didn't pioneer things like mm-hmm. that, then you would have a much harder job trying to sell chili sauce. Yeah, yeah. you would. Yeah, exactly. uh, those guys are the originals. They're, they're just, you know, you know, knocking the product itself. I think is a bit, it's a bit short sighted. I, I agree. I and agree. I love the product. I, lo- I love the mm-hmm. Haiphong sriracha. Um, it's beautiful. And it's made, other people make their own srirachas. You know, lots mm-hmm. of people make really good srirachas. What would you call a sriracha, actually? It's always interesting to get the definition. So we were speaking with somebody else on another podcast um, and sort of saying, well, how would you define a super hot, for example? But mm. what defines a sriracha for you? For me, from what I know of sriracha, um, which is only really, you know, without going into arguments of which was the original and where it was named from. Yeah, no, no, no. For what I know, sriracha, very rich, very rich red jalapenos, mm-hmm. garlic. Yeah, big time. For me, yeah. that, that's it. I mean, yeah. you can talk about the, the, the sweetness and the savoury balance and everything, but if it's got that 
really rich red jalapeno hit with mm -hmm. the garlic, I think that's that's ninety percent of it. Yeah, I think the rest for me is just tweaks. I yeah. mean, um, Charman made an amazing sriracha. Yes, I mean, yes. We, we made a really good sriracha. Yeah, but we felt that because it was in a five ounce woozy, it just didn't. You know, that's the American yeah. Yeah, yeah, standard hot sauce bottle yeah. for people yeah. who don't know. But and, and in glass like that, people just didn't really take it because they they just knew big squeezy bottles. Yeah. And because they use so much of it, a big squeezy bottle was a way to have it, it rather is. than a, a five ounce or a hundred and forty eight mil bottle. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Have you got a favourite wing sauce as well? Um, I mean, the original Anchor Bar one um, is a t is again it's a toughie because we used to, we bought that and sold it to Waitrose for a couple of seasons mm -hmm. uh, years and years ago. Um, but again, it's come, it's changed hands a few times, so the recipe's changed. Mm -hmm. Then you get the arguments about the original recipe, and then I knew a, a lady who used to run the poultry company that supplied the the uh, restaurant with them, had been in her family for years, and they swear that the sauce that was used originally to make uh, the buffalo wing sauce as we know it yeah. um, wasn't actually Frank's, it was something else. And then they get into all these arguments, they've been to court about all sorts of stuff. But... Yeah, I mean, the original one, when I tried it, I thought that, again, for me, that because it possibly because it was the first I tried um, authentic one, that, that did it for me. Lots of fancy ones. I mean, I remember Defcon, I like those. Yeah. Bloody hot sometimes. John Dewey, yeah. 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 Rest in peace. Really yeah, nice. they were good because they put a different twist in it. They used cream and stuff like that. There was did, a lot yeah. of chefs who used to letting down butter, with, you know, in the sauce to. Yeah, or butter buds. Butter buds, yeah. But, um,. Yeah, I think wing sauces can be a bit fancy, and they've moved on quite a lot, um, which is good, really. I mean, we've we've made a um, a, a chipotle wing sauce, mm -hmm. so it's based on our smoked chili garlic, which you probably know, mojito chilies. Uh, that's really for the depth of the flavour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chipotles um, and habanero for a little bit of heat. Toasted yeah. sesame seeds. Nice. And uh, smoked garlic as well. Oh, nice. I used to smoke the garlic. In a barbecue at home. When we uh, yeah. well, why not? But um, we've turned that into a wing sauce, uh, and it's in its sort of second incarnation now, and it's uh, it's banging. Cool. Really good. Great texture. It'd be great on ribs and stuff like that as well. And if people want to buy that, they can go to hotheads.com. So hot-heads yeah. with a Z, Indeed. yeah? Exactly. .com. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I, th I think with most people that we chat with, we could sit You're here sitting all day. For hours, yeah. We, yeah, yeah we, 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 we can't keep doing that, sadly. Um, <laughs> Stu, thanks so much, man. Um, we wish you all the best for hotheads and um, thank you guys yeah, and you thank guys... you uh, for your support over the years as oh. um, for everybody in the UK industry you know they should be very grateful for what you guys do oh, that's very kind man thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah we love what we do and um, well we it's symbiotic isn't it we, we we don't have an industry without yours so yeah, um, cool. yeah it's all cool anyway, well, nice all right. yeah thanks thank for joining you, us yeah. And, um, yeah we'll see you on another podcast very soon if you'd like to learn more about the wonderful world of chilies then don't forget to subscribe to this podcast Find us on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube under Clifton Chili Club.